are listening to Marcy Lynn once again on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. Hey y'all, happy Thursday and happy first Thursday of 2024. I am coming to you from my home. I'm still battling some health issues and things, so I just want to introduce what we're doing. Say hello and say hi. And Azari wanted to say, Happy New Year. Wave, wave, wave to everybody there. Say hello. Say hi. Hi. But today, I'm going to take the time out to share a very important luncheon that I go to every year. The CTARA luncheon in which um, Joelle Fishman and Art Perlow were honored. So I'm going to share that with you today for the first show of 2024. And I so look forward to being back in the studio next week. And thank you all for your prayers. You know, I battled pneumonia and RSV for Thanksgiving and then shingles for Christmas. But by God's grace, I didn't, I was covered by New Year. And this number one reason why. But I really wanted you guys to enjoy this show. Enjoy the acceptance award. Um, and enjoy the people that are involved. And I look forward to seeing you guys out in these streets because this is definitely going to be a battle year. And I love you, Art Perlo Presente, and Joelle Fishman. I really, really love you. And I really wanted you guys to hear her inspiring words from the June luncheon, CTARA. Thank you, Harry. Thank you. And Yvette Hamilton and Bill Marico to, to come up and we're going to be presenting the Kevin J. Lynch Award. Yeah, I want you to listen closely to how I phrase this. Did anyone in this room ever go to a Connecticut AFL-CIO convention and not have Joel Fishman give them a copy of the newspaper as soon as they left that they never Anybody? I don't see too many hands. I got another question for you. This is participation. Did anybody in this room ever go to a human rights rally for children's rights, the elderly rights, for the sick rights, ever go to any rally and not see Joelle and Art at that rally? Okay, I'm assuming there were a lot of hands up. I can imagine confusion, vast confusion on the part of the committee that gives out the Kevin Lynch Award. After about four, four, one and two, then they said, well, let's give it to Joel. No, they said, well, got it already. You can't give it to her twice. Well, that kept going. And they kept, until finally, somebody said, shouldn't we check the list? Maybe it's possible that Joel has not yet gotten the award. Sure enough, they checked the list and they found out that we were all embarrassed because Joel had not as yet gotten the Kevin Lynch Award. But today, Art and Joel are being honored, uh, and we are only too pleased to be presenting that honor to Joel. 
which yeah. come up and accept the award. Legacy. 
are grateful for your work for our people, our state, our city, and the nation. Yes, indeed. Because you touched, I've gone to a lot of places with you. All over the country. Yeah. Western, the big state, that state representing for people. We are grateful for your hard work, your steadfast leadership to everyone. Because no matter what the cost, you're always there. I was always here. This year will be the, I got elected in 2011 to the Board of Alders. More importantly, before that, I worked for Yale Madison. I'd be out there in the mornings. Who do you see standing at the gate of 300 George Street? Miss Joel and Art, handing out the paper. Years. That's how I met them, before I was even an alder in our community. But it shows you the dedication of folks. These people stand for human rights, working people, always standing up and stepping up. All I can say is we are grateful and I am thankful to have you as my constituent and more importantly, the second mother. And let's not forget Edie Fishman, who is Miss Joel's mom. 102 this year. Next month, 102. But also a steadfast leader in our community. Thank you for the opportunity to say a few words on behalf of our Miss Joel. I'm grateful. Thank you so much for your leadership and loyalty to us. We love you.
and our democracy. So I think as you can tell, I grew up in a Newman household. <laughs> My mother, Amy Fisher, is here with us in spirit. And actually, she's listening on the phone, I hope. <laughs> so can we give her some love? <laughs> Thank you. 
we end the Charlene Block Award to somebody who is not directly a member of the Alliance for Retired Americans, but somebody who champions, works hard for our causes. And uh, Charlene Block, for those of you who don't know, was, was a founding member of the Connecticut Alliance for Retired Americans. And so this year we're, we're so pleased and happy to give the Charlene Block Award to State Representative Jane Derby from Winston. And Jane, if you Windsor, if you could come up, Jane. I'm going to turn this over to uh, one of Jane's constituents, our longtime ARA board member, Amelia Smith. Thank you. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Let's go to President Biden, I want to thank you so much for giving me the privilege of doing this for someone that has really, really moved for seniors. I'm going to say this on you. Move for seniors. And I can say this. Uh, I didn't know her from Adam Housecare. <laughs> and I remember that her um, prior um, representative said to me as she was leaving, Katie Fair, and then I her, as she was leaving her position, she said to me, Stick by that lady. I looked at her and I thought to myself, Well, I'm the word, I'm the lady. I thought, you know, really. But she stopped by my house one day. When she was campaigning, and she said, I would like to know if you would vote for me. Well, I said, Yes, I would vote for you. And then I thought, I was listening on my computer, trying to find someone to speak at our chapter meeting. And I said, Yes, I would be happy to. But I need you to speak at our chapter. Would you do that for me, please? And she said to me, Yes, for chapter. <laughs> so I did explain it to her that I was a member of CSEA in Connecticut State Society's Association. And she said, Oh, I'd love to come. She said, Oh, when do you want to come? And I gave her a date, and she said, What would you like for me to speak about? I said, You want to know what's going on? Uh, you're running. What are you, what, what are you running for? What part do you want to tell us something? So what she did to me, she said, uh, okay, I'm coming. Well, you know what, Kansas, she came to speak to us, and we happened to be the northernmost chapter plus the SCA, which she also was in our, uh, in our area. She said to us, as she spoke, I said, I don't know much about the movie. She said, I've heard something about that, but I don't know much. She said, I want to learn. I said, I'm going to look at the movie. She said, I'm for quality. I'm for equality. And if that's what you're about, yes, I can work with you. That hung to us in that chapter. And what we decided was, Hmm. You got that come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm telling you how to do it. 
So she came up in town, I told her last something. Yeah, I know that she is here. But on our computers now. What about you? That's okay. So uh, we are just headed off like this. And I'm going to tell you this. There's no sense in turning heads because equality is important to everyone. But I'm going to tell you, and probably in the point of, I'm going to say, and they want to say, the minority races. Not saying just like it is. I know you are not opponents, so this is a little bit for you, but it needs to be said. And what I'm saying is just this. We found out how important scenes were to her. And I can tell you some scenes stories. She kind of heard a bit of it about these uh, convalescent homes, and I'm not speaking about what I heard. I'm speaking about what I know. What they will do to our people, and what they will do to those who got money, and how they will serve us down here. There's no way. The house with a bedroom that you can put two beds in it. But because your money is free, one person in that room, they don't have enough room. So I found the answer for much of what I had to say. Or what, and I didn't stop there. I know what this lady is about. And all of the ARA is about. So I went to her and I said, I'm not speaking to you. Trying to get out. She said, yes. What is it, Amelia? <laughs> <laughs> I let her know about Because they don't want their families handling convalescent and rehab them 
And then when the money went out, the Medicare went out, they put you out for whatever or whoever will take you. Who do not actually work there, they are going to have to report out. 
So if you don't also know, I talked about a chamber of commerce background and a Navy Street background. I believe in business and small business, but not on the backs of the people. Take care of what you have to do for your businesses about when it can something good for you. Um, 
We also added the statewide imaginary service coordinator, which was a huge, um, which is a huge success. The governor also gave $10 million in grants to our town senior centers, and there's very strict guidelines that they can follow. I know there's already putting in the deputy mayor will be happy to know, um, but they are grant. It was a perfect storm because of the support aging received from organizations like yours. We wanted to get stronger together. Like the union, we were strong because of the men who helped us pass the support legislation. It, just, it wasn't just me, there were so many people. And it's like a puzzle. It was in one piece back in Hillville. What was that work? And right at the Capitol, you know, it takes one little um, thing. I have to thank my co-chair aging Senator Hockadell um, for an incredible match together and working together. Um, the aging committee also, and seniors is a bipartisan topic, right? Um, there may be some things that we disagree, especially when it comes to funding, but we got that. So um, went through that was um, Representative Mary Tornier, Representative Hughes, and Representative Walensky. And it would be remiss if I didn't, because again, it takes a whole community. Any legislator that tells you they do it all, um, that's not true. I have my step up, Kess, Mark, Max, Chris, Jake, and Nick Panzerello, who's LCO, who helped draft all those important bills so that they were legal and done. We worked with Claudia Zani from OPM, Yapa Team Rate Painter, AARP, Amanda Razi, Alzheimer's Association, Stephen Hernandez, and um, Commissioner Porter, um, for you and all the input that went into it and were there when we were doing things. And also to my many, many mentors. And the best way for me has been from day one, I wasn't supposed to win my seat. No one believed I could win a seat. And I went out. And I just wanted to say, I'm not a great father, believe it or not. <laughs> but I would ask, what's important to you? What's going on in your life? What do you want to see happen at the Capitol? And people opened up, especially during COVID. I had a 70% open door rate during COVID. That's wow. gone down now, post COVID, to like 30, 35. But during COVID, people wanted to talk. So, yeah. <laughs> Some of the things that we're not sitting on is what just happened. We have working groups going on this summer, and once again, the staffing ratios, and that's going to be led by Senator Hockadell. Um, we're also looking at the needs of seniors. You saw that where people are robbed and their information. Um, and opioid crisis is going into that too because we heard about seniors not getting the proper medicine because it's been um, sidelined. And we're also looking at the compensation for caregivers. Because it's great people at home, again, we're saving tons of money. So when the speaker asked me last year to um, chair aging, I was surprised. I thought I might choose me for Congress or something else. And I accepted not knowing where it would lead. I had self-doubts, but the strong message was that he had been leadership had that faith. And I know now this is not where I had planned to be. Being a House of Representatives is where I plan to be. But I now know this is where I am supposed to be. And thank you so much. <laughs>
Again on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio.